Now, News Talk's technology correspondent Jess Kelly joins us to answer your tech questions. Get them to us now by texting 53106 at a cost of 30 cent. Now, Jess, uh, last week you brought us uh, the first foldable from Samsung. Now, that would cost about a grand. This one costs double. Is it twice as good? I don't know is the honest answer. It's called the Samsung Galaxy Z Fold 3. This is a 5G phone, just like the flip that we had last week. And this one is the flagship of the range. So as you mentioned, it costs uh, two grand. So it's a very, very expensive phone. I've been using it for the last number of days. And while I do marvel at the brilliance of the design and the beauty of the design, I'm not sure that I'm uh, the target user. So as I mentioned on the show last week, usually this time every year we get a a Samsung Note phone. That is the big phone. It's the phablet and it comes with the stylus and it's very much aimed at productivity users. We didn't get one this year. So instead they've brought out two foldable phones. um, And as I said, the, the Z Fold 3 is the flagship. When you look at it face on, It looks kind of like a standard smartphone. Uh, It's quite narrow, though, and it has a hinge on the left-hand side. You can then open it out and it becomes a 7.6-inch screen, which is beautiful. There's no two ways about it. Um, A few things when you take it out of the box, and I have it in my hand as I'm talking to you, Pat. It is quite heavy, particularly when you put it in comparison to something like the Mm. iPhone 12 or the S21. It also, when you look at the bottom of the phone, it's kind of like two S21s sitting on top of each other. So it's quite thick. Um, You do feel it when it's in your pocket or even in your bag. There is that extra bit of weight there. But when it comes into its own is, say, for example, if I wanted to take a photograph on the device as I have it here in my hand now, I can do so with the phone folded over so that it looks like one phone. If I then want to inspect some of the detail on the screen, I can open it out And seamlessly, whatever I was doing on the front screen will transfer over to the main screen. And it is beautiful. It it almost looks like you're watching sort of a mini TV. But what I would say is, yes, it's a 7.6 inch screen, but it's square. So some of the uh, aspect ratios on some of the apps look a little bit strange. That being said, certain applications um, allow you to interact with them as though you were on a laptop. So if you're using Google Chrome, for example, you can have multiple tabs. If you're using WhatsApp, it looks more like WhatsApp web than the traditional WhatsApp. It's very much aimed at those who are looking to do more with their phone. Now, the camera, um, three 12 megapixel lenses Mm -hmm. and the ability to capture 4K. So that's terrific. Yeah. And that is like those things are what Samsung does incredibly well. Over the last number of years, they have completely fine tuned what they do and they have incredible cameras, beautiful screens. Like they really are, in my opinion, the ones to beat when it comes to um, the, the screen clarity. Also, the innovation in this phone is amazing. I was talking to Quentin Doran O'Reilly from Samsung on Friday for Tech Talk, and he told me they've tested these phones extensively and they found that you can fold and unfold them uh, a minimum of 200,000 times before the hinge starts to take an impact. So there is great innovation. There's also great power inside it as well. There's a Snapdragon 5G uh, chip. There's 12 gigs of RAM, 250 gigs of storage. So when you look at the spec sheet, you are seeing you know, one of the most powerful Samsung phones, you are seeing a gorgeous design. However, having used it for a few days, I've just found the weight of it and the bulk of it 
it's kind of pushing me like I, I want to go back to the flip I'm looking forward to going back to the flip plus the flip is 1000 euro cheaper um, so although I appreciate and I really like it I, I don't see myself recommending people go and buy it at this moment in time all right, Jess. Well, uh, loads of questions coming in. Uh, two weeks ago, we just got fibre broadband, which is supposed to be twice as fast. Turns out much slower, doesn't reach the third floor uh, the way our old broadband did. What options do we have technology-wise and re- in regards to dealing with the new provider as going back would take uninstallation time, etc.? Yeah, this is a pain in the face, for want of a better phrase. And what we always need to be really careful about when it comes to uh, getting and moving broadband provider is that the signs will always say up to a certain speed. Uh, Just because it'll say up to, say, 100 meg doesn't mean you're guaranteed that. They may have a minimum speed that you are guaranteed, but it all comes down to what speed is coming into the house. So if you are not getting fantastic speeds when it arrives into your home, the signal that you get in different parts of the home aren't going to... To be brilliant. Um, so I would do a, a bit of a recce around your house. I would try and plug in directly to the modem if you can and just see what sort of speeds you're getting. Yeah. Then if you could look... You can at, do a, a speed test uh, yeah. right beside the modem on your smartphone or on something else. You Very easy to download an app for that. Uh, and if it's not delivering as promised, I mean, up to, say, uh, one gig or whatever mm. it might be, and then it only delivers a fraction, a tiny fraction of that, that's misleading advertising. Yeah, I do think you need to go back and have a conversation. The fact that your previous provider was able to provide you with a better service means that, you know, it's it's not a, a, an issue, I suppose, with your home. Comreg is a really great resource um, if you do need guidance on that front. If you are getting good speeds um, when you're close to the modem and they're just not reaching certain parts of the home, it could be worth investing in a Wi-Fi mesh system, so something like the Tendonova yeah. MW3. But I wouldn't go spending any money until you get to the bottom of why are you not getting the speeds that you're paying for or that you thought you signed up yeah. to. And is the Wi-Fi modem uh, in a different location, perhaps, mm. because of the installation than the original one, which seemed to get to, to all corners of the house? All right. Uh, could Jess recommend an inexpensive smartphone with good basic functions and an easy-to-use design? That's from Grace. Yeah, there are so many brilliant phones in the lower tier price bracket. And when I say lower tier, that's not being dismissive. It's just they don't cost as much as, uh, you know, some of the ridiculous ones that we've just spoken about there with the two grand phone. Nokia are really the ones to beat in this price bracket. There's the Nokia 5.4, which is an excellent phone. It looks beautiful. The camera is great and it runs uh, the Android operating system, which is very clean. There's not a lot of junk on it that you have to uninstall. So I would look at the Nokia phones if you are looking for something that is affordable and impressive as well. Now, two similar queries. I would like to get my 13-year-old a tablet for watching Netflix. I'd love Jess's recommendation. But another one says, my daughter, who's also 13, wants a tablet, Android preferably, that she could use for drawing, art apps, etc., using a stylus or pen of some sort. Any ideas what I should be looking at? Yeah, I suppose when it comes to just for watching Netflix and if you are just looking to do a bit of entertainment and a little bit of productivity, you can get really good value for tablets. There's the Lenovo M13, which is a very good tablet or M10, excuse me. Uh, It's a very good tablet. It's very affordable. 
Uh, it wouldn't be the most powerful if you were looking to multitask, game, that side of things. When it comes to drawing on a tablet, um, you there's a few different ways you can go about it. It depends in terms of budget and so on. Something like the Surface Go 2, um, which is the small laptopy tablet thing. Uh, you can buy the pen that, that uh, goes along with that and it is an incredible machine and you will absolutely get longevity out of that. If you want something that is slightly more affordable, it could be worth looking at uh, one of the Samsung Tab S's. I think the Tab S6 Lite has come down dramatically in price and that is an excellent tablet and you can get the pen to work with that as well. Now, a final question. Uh, Can you help? My internet for my computer costs €40 a month. I rarely use it. The grandkids, when they visit, love it out here in the countryside to be able to be online. I'm thinking of cancelling. As I can Google on my phone, is there any less expensive internet available? Yeah, so it completely depends on where in the country you are and what service providers cover you. So again, Comreg's website is a great resource for that and they have maps and it'll tell you who can cover you where. For a lot of people who are looking to save money on their internet bills, if they don't use the internet a whole lot, I would just recommend getting a three Ireland SIM card or a GOMO SIM card, something like that if they cover your area. And just use the data on that. If you have an old phone, you can just stick it in, set it up as a hotspot, meaning you can still use your own device, but then anybody else in the house can tether their laptop, their tablet, their phone, anything like that to it. Effectively, your phone becomes the Wi-Fi for the kids when they Mm -hmm. visit. And very briefly, what does Jess think of the Oppo A53? Yeah, the Oppo phones, um, I was talking to Mark Kavanagh on Tech Talk about Oppo a few weeks ago. They are the ones to watch. They are kind of taking over the mantle from Huawei in terms of affordable Android devices here in Ireland. That phone is a great phone. It's a solid, uh, affordable device, quite like the Huawei P Smart that I recommended all those years ago. Um, So absolutely, yeah, go for it. Jess Kelly, our technology correspondent, thank you very much for joining us. (laughs) 